and welcome to Emma's ESL English. Hopefully next week I'll be feeling a little bit better. We're going to try and push through and do this. So this month we are starting a weekly episode of Interview English. I've tried to put a lot of stuff that's related to interviews in here. Some of it is just the words, some of it is about culture, etiquette, all that kind of stuff. I know that a lot of people are thinking about changing their job at this time of year and for some parts of the world this is a common recruitment time or next month will be a common recruitment time. So hopefully this whole series will be useful for those of you who are working and considering maybe taking a job in another country or a job for an international company or anything like that. But this isn't the first time that I have covered interviews, not in the podcast, but over on YouTube, I have a separate series that I did especially to try and help people get their dream job. Playlist name is dream job. Wow. So original. <laughs> I'll put the link to that at the end. It's especially useful if you are new to interviews. So maybe you're just entering the job market. Maybe you're just not confident about interviews. Maybe you feel like it always goes wrong when you have an interview. Then head to the YouTube channel and that playlist, it is called Dream Job Interview Preparation and Skills Playlist. It's only about six videos and that will teach you everything you need to know about preparing for your dream job from the application to the presentation. So today, interview English, we are starting with saying hello. <laughs> in most cases, in most job interviews, it's a pretty formal affair. It's rare that you would have a friend who is on the interviewing board, right? It's very common, we don't know anybody in that room at all. We might not know anybody at the company even. So you can be more friendly in an interview, but you do need to keep that professional approach. So sort of, hey, how are you, is less common in an interview environment. For many people in China, for instance, I know it's common to have several interviewees. So there might be three of you together having an interview. Uh, that's sounds horrifying. It seems crazy to those of us in the West who've never had that kind of experience. This seems <sighs> crazy, <laughs> but it does happen. I know it happens in a lot of countries. So let me know in the comments what's normal in your country for an interview situation in your country. Let me know what does that look like. Here in the UK, there's usually only one interviewee in the room at a time. There are often two interviewers, perhaps even more, especially if you're getting to a high level, but in general, only one interviewee, the person going for an interview is only one in the room at a time. You might see the others when you get there, but they're not gonna be in the room with you. For this episode, let's assume that you're applying for a job where you'll be speaking English and working for a Western company. In this scenario, the common, hi, how are you, can be used, but as I said, not as common. Instead, opt for the full hello, and it would be followed by your self-introduction. So, hello, my name's Emma, 
Nice to meet you. Big smile. Usually try and enter the room with a big smile and walk towards the interviewer with confidence, hopefully, and then say that as your, obviously your name, not mine. <laughs> and then walk towards the interviewer with that big smile on your face and your hand held out, ready to shake the interviewer's hand. Hello, my name's Emma. Nice to meet you. By the way, in, in Western countries, we don't wave when we're close to people. We only wave when we're far away. So we wouldn't walk into a room and wave at somebody on the other side of the room or in the room. We would just walk in and say hello. So that's one thing maybe to bear in mind. I didn't really think about that at the time. But at this point, the interviewer usually responds with a, a very similar sort of sentence. My name is, this is my position. And they would reach out and shake your hand. And then I would continue along the row. If it is a row of people that you're meeting, I would continue along the row of people and to introduce yourself again to each person in the row and then return to your, your seat and set yourself up ready for your interview. I always take a notepad with me to an interview and a copy of my CV or application form, whatever. And if you're doing presentations, obviously prepare for that too. If I hadn't previously known the names of my interviewers, always try to figure out who's gonna be interviewing you, perhaps contact HR to ask for their names and positions. But if you don't know if this is a new person, somebody was off sick, whatever, then make sure that you write down the names and positions of your interviewers in your notebook as soon as you sit down so you don't forget. And then try to continue to use those names throughout the interview. It's really important to pay attention to how people introduce themselves. In this situation, I would usually use my first name as an interviewee, but it's possible that interviewers could use their position, their qualifications, their last names to introduce themselves. So take that as it is what they're comfortable with and use it during and after the interview until they tell you different. So it's possible at some point they will say, call me Mark. But until they say that, keep using the name that they've given you in the format that they've given it to you. So this might mean that you're referring to an HR representative by their first name and your potential new boss as director. Or perhaps someone is Dr. Jones or Professor Lucy. Just follow their lead, however they introduce themselves. In the West, the handshake is common in interviews. There is no bow or even a head nod to accompany it. In addition, we take quite a lot from the handshake itself. In many countries, it is polite to lightly hold the hand. But in most English-speaking countries, this can affect people's perception of you as a person. So you want to hold the hand and grip it strongly. If you are on YouTube or on Spotify, you should be able to watch the video of this episode. Now's the time to take a quick look at the video. If you are not, come back to the video later. So you wanna hold the hand, it doesn't really work so easily <laughs> for me this way around, so I'm gonna try to do it this way. So you wanna hold their hand strongly, firmly, not, no squeezing. Don't, don't squeeze people's hands, that's too much. 
So we're holding it firmly and then give it a couple shakes and then drop it. So don't feel like you need to hold on for a long time. And, and I think that's something different too for other cultures. You, they might grip your hand lightly and hold it for a while. That's not really what we're doing in the UK. We're holding it, we're shaking it, we're dropping it. And, and that's going to ensure that you're seen as confident. In addition, a confident handshake can also make you seem more trustworthy as well. So it is kind of important that you get the handshake right. This kind of handshake will be useful in any business situation with Westerners. Many Europeans have a similar handshake style. It's also good if you're meeting older family members, fathers and grandfathers of significant others, for example. It's worthwhile practicing your handshake. Maybe if you have a friend, you can practice together. I'm sure YouTube has some good videos about handshakes. If you're from a culture that doesn't have that strong handshake, just bear in mind who you're meeting at your interview. If you're meeting someone, you're going to a Western company, but the other person at that company is from your culture, then do what's normal in your culture. But if it's a Westerner that you're meeting, then see if you can adapt a little bit. And that's going to make sure that you're seen more positively by everybody in the room. And it also demonstrates your ability to adapt to different groups of people, right? Being culturally aware, which is very good soft skill. We'll come to that at the end of the month. <laughs> so try and find out the names and positions of your interviewers and then head to LinkedIn to look them up. Also, see if they are mentioned on the company website or social media. That will mean that you can understand where they fit into the organization. But also, if appropriate, you can ask about their recent projects or comment on something that inspired you. So doing this kind of research helps you figure out how to connect better with those people. But of course, if that person's going to be your future boss, then this is going to be really useful research to have. So that's it for introductions, but not for interviews. We will be back with more next Wednesday. So for now, you can head to that playlist that I mentioned, which I will put somewhere around about here. Remember, there's also the Business English playlist. So if you're wanting to develop your Business English, I'll put that somewhere over here. Lots and lots of things for you to look at there. Okay, that's it for this week. Have a great weekend and I will see you next week. Bye.